Hello, and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Colin Nesler, and I'm here today with Carlos Gomez. Hola. Hola, hola. And Tadeo Gasparetto. Hello, everyone. Tadeo, could you tell us a little bit about today's paper? Sure. The paper we're going to discuss today, the title is The Relationship Between Leisure Time, Physical Activity, and Job Satisfaction, a Dynamic Panel Data Approach. It has been published at the end of the last year, 27th of December, in the Journal of Occupational Health. And it has three authors, Soren Dahlmeier and Christoph Breuer from the University of Cologne and Pamela Wicker from Bielefeld University. So it's an interesting paper. For me, I believe I have to do, considering the results that you're going to say at the end, I believe I have to do then more physical activity as well. We all to get even happier at our workplaces. But okay, go ahead. I guess Carlos is going to introduce this paper. So I guess Carlos should be the happiest, right? He's the most physically active. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm happy you started walking down this path because I wanted to start by asking you, Tadeo, do you do physical activity? Well, right now I'm not doing it. I just arrived in Leeds, so I'm just basically exploring the city, but still not. I mean, I visited the sports center to see fees, membership, and so on. So I'm considering to join the sports club there, but still not decided. I know that you do, but... And Cornel, how, how many times a week do you do physical activity? Walking to the supermarket does not count. Huh? So it's an activity that you have to do and it's difficult to breathe while you do it. Ah, come on. So there I have something because I go to work very often by bike. I mean, it is an e-bike, mm -hmm. but it's the most terrible e-bike you can imagine. And it's uh, 17 kilometers to work. So whenever I come to work with my bike, I have to take a shower here at work, which is nice because we do have one, but I'm far away far away from being as physically active as, as our number one here. Uh, okay. And I have another question. So, Tadeo, how happy are you with your job? So from like zero to 10? No, I'm so, I'm very happy. I just got in, I would say eight. Okay. And Cornel, how happy are you with your job? Eight? Come on. What are you talking about? I have the dream come true as an academic. I have a permanent position. If I could have an 11, I would say 11 right now. And the university is really nice whole area here is nice. What can I complain about? Nothing. What about you? So I do a lot of physical activity every week, probably so four or five times of different activities. So I do a lot. And I'm very happy with the job I do as well. So probably seven, eight. Yeah. But as you can see, so it's a bit easier to answer the physical activity questions because it's easier to quantify than to answer how happy you are with your job, right? Because there are different things that apply. So how many hours you have to work, your working conditions. And this is basically what the authors are trying to do in this paper. They're trying to connect these two ideas. Does it influence your job satisfaction, the fact that you are physically active outside work? And they argue that it is important to be physically active, to be happy in general and, and satisfied with the things you do. And they realized that there were many studies trying to link this physical activity at the workplace with the job satisfaction of people. But there were not that many studies that they tried to link physical activity outside 
the workplace with job satisfaction. So, of course, when trying to do this, they have to control for a lot of things regarding demographics, so your gender, your age, and all this, and also regarding the conditions of the different jobs. So, how many hours you work, your status, if you have got tenure or not, all these things. And they try to complement some previous studies on this topic, but they argued they had smaller sample sizes and they didn't really quite control or they couldn't quite control for the job-related characteristics. And they also couldn't control for the frequency that the people do physical activity. So they try to incorporate all these things into a study. And yeah, they have also to deal with some reverse causality issues, right? Are you more satisfied with your job because you are more physically active or the other way around? So that's difficult to do. And they try to use survey data to do it. Cornell, can you tell us a little bit more about what or how they do this? Sure. So first of all, if you come from academia, I think we're all used to that editors or reviewers or referees, almost everyone always gives us some crap about what we're doing and you get some negative comments regarding your work. But you cannot give negative comments here to the data set. It is impossible. They have a really, really nice data set. So they have 100,000 observations. They have the survey panel data of employed persons for Germany. And they have a time period from 2001 to 2019. So what I want to say is, obviously, there's always something you can complain about or you can disagree. But here, regarding the data set, they have a very strong position. So this is really nice. As a dependent variable, or so let's say their main variable of interest, and that is really straightforward to understand, is obviously job satisfaction. And in this survey, also, that's really nice and straightforward. They ask, how satisfied are you with your job? And then lowest job satisfaction, so completely dissatisfied, is zero. And most job satisfaction is 10, so completely satisfied. And then they have the main variable of interest. And that is obviously leisure time physical activity. How does this influence job satisfaction? And here they distinguish between three different categories. The first one is someone that answered, I'm doing sports or physical activity at least once a week. Someone else who says at least once a month. And then everyone else. And now you would think, okay, so they only have those two variables, but because they have such a nice data set, they control for so many other factors like age, gender, marital status, number of children, education, gross income. And I could go on and on for a few minutes. So they have a really nice data set and they control for many other things. But what they're interested in is physical activity and how it influences job satisfaction. So, Tadeo, please tell the audience. What do they find? Very nice, Corno. Well, what they got, I would try to summarize because as you just mentioned, they have a lot of factors in their models. I mean, it's interesting to see from the econometric point of view as well that they were trying to control everything, all potential bias that might have, the reverse causality, as Carlos said, and then any other kind of bias estimation. So they run OLS, fixed effects and GMM. So from the economic point of view, they have done a lot, you know, that you control any potential issues that editors and reviewers would complain. But what they got on average is that the physical activity, the leisure time physical activity spent in the case that at least once a week has a significant positive effect 
in all their models. So it varies in magnitude. So it means when putting more controls, they would see that it would reduce or increase according to their estimations. But overall, what they found out is that the practice of the physical activity influence in the job satisfaction in this particular setting. And for those who have lower level of physical activity, it's insignificant. So to play a sport once a month doesn't increase your satisfaction at work. And I could be talking about these social demographics and they acknowledge that most of the social demographics and job related variables, they are aligned with the literatures. They didn't find anything weird or odd considering the previous literature. So everything is aligned. They corroborate with the previous findings and make this strong case that the physical activity impacts positively. However, what I got from the results and what I found as a very interesting is that they try to find the mechanisms how this practice of physical activity would influence in the job satisfaction. So what they got is that the physical activity people are less likely to report bad health. It's somehow understandable. We expect that those who participate in sports or make physical activity tend to have a better health, and they got this. And at the same time, they had a kind of recovery from work stress variable in their data set that was very nice for those who are overtime workers or not. And they realized that those who used to do sports weekly influence these perceptions. So from this relationship between physical activity and job satisfaction, they realized that there is a mediation effect from the subjective health, but also the physical activity would moderate this recover of stress. So it would be one of the causes that would lead the increase of the job satisfaction of these individuals. So for me, it was really nice that they just not show the results, but they try to understand like step-by-step step what may cause these results. It is so interesting. I agree. And now I have a question for you too. Now I'd like to open the debate. So. The authors also saw, and then there's a lot of research on this, that job satisfaction actually determines the individual productivity at work, right? Should companies give some time for employees if they do physical activity? So if, if they use this time to practice physical activity outside their work, should this be a policy? Because right now we have a lot of companies that they're trying to implement physically active breaks and active breaks within the workplace. Could you see this in the future? I don't know. I'm only now, let's say, commenting from my personal experience. And here there's one thing that for me was always really important, and that is, it sounds stupid, but here at my current workplace, we have a shower. So, and that makes a huge difference for me because, you know, if I want to do something and I know I come to work and I'm sweating or I have time in between, and I cannot take a shower, then it's like, pff, even if they would give me time to do that, I wouldn't do that. I remember that when I worked in Zurich, once in a while, I used to run from work to home, but I would never do it in the other way because they didn't have a shower over there. So for me, I know it's a stupid reason, but this is one that... It really influences my decision. If they have a shower, okay, yeah, I can imagine doing it. But without one, 
It's not so I don't much. think it's stupid. I guess, I mean, the facilities play a big role in this. I would say that when you have the conditions to make it, somehow stimulate you doing or may at least allow you, as you just say in your case. And returning to the Carlos point, I think would be nice. Let's say the effect is clear that the physical activity may influence not only the satisfaction, but the productivity. I believe that the employer should considering allowing some particular times. For sure, they have to be sure that the person is doing the sport, not simply giving this free time for the person, but would be interesting. But I have a different point that I would be curious to see. is not my literature, but not only sports, let's say, combining sports and other leisure activities which one would impact more, you know? So for this policy point of view, would be interesting to see how much time of sport, but how much time, I don't know, reading or theater or cinema or movie and so on, the combination of them, how much it, they would influence in the job productivity and in the job satisfaction. That's Good a really stuff. interesting question. I agree. Yeah, and we will see more coming. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that. Cornel, Tadeo, thank you very much. This is everything for today's podcast. Thank you for listening to the weekly sports piece. Stay tuned 